You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you're a 415-er, 415 you're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What is going on, everyone? This is the 415ers podcast back with you on a Monday, potentially an overreaction Monday. It's not a victory Monday because the San Francisco 49ers fell in Denver last night to the Broncos by a final score of 11 to 10. My name is Evan Giddings. That is Mark Grandy. Download, rate, subscribe to the 415ers podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Of course, as always, brought to you by the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network in cooperation with 95.7 The Game. Oh, Mark, Mark, oh, Mark. This was a game that I, I feel like everyone has a right to feel something, and all of which probably is not going to be the best. Because you're looking at a game that the 49ers had potentially in their palms for, I would say, 45 of the 60 minutes maybe even down to the final couple of minutes, but they could not find a way to win at mile high. And once again, Russell Wilson pulls a rabbit out of his hat and walks to his 18th win in 22 tries against the Niners. It was just an absolutely ridiculous game. Niners dominate for three quarters, three and a half quarters. The, the Denver offense, one touchdown drive. It came in the fourth quarter to take a lead. Uh, that was all they needed. Uh, the 49ers were dominant for most of this game, at least the 49ers defense. Um, we've seen this story before. Um, as I was watching the game, I, I was thinking back to last year. If you remember that Christmas week game, it was the Thursday night game in Tennessee. Niners dominated in the first half. They absolutely controlled that game from the jump, led 10 nothing at halftime against Tennessee. A couple of of bad Jimmy Garoppolo throws and plays in the second half got the Titans back in the game, and they go on to win that one. Um, I, I even tweeted out around halftime of the game last night, as we're recording this here on Monday morning, this feels like that Tennessee game, a mistake here or there for the 49ers in the second half, and that could be enough for Denver to win. And, and lo and behold, that's what happened. The Niners defense played as good as I've seen them play in recent memory in the last number of years. Um, And, you know, Fred Warner was taking accountability himself saying, we got to get turnovers. We got to get turnovers. You hold an offense to a touchdown. You stop the two point conversion and one 55 yard field goal. Uh, I'm sorry. You do not need to force turnovers. If you're keeping the, the, the opposing offense to just nine points, Uh, this loss is squarely on the offense, the lack of third down conversions and all the turnovers uh, that the offense committed um, a really tough one to swallow for the 49ers. Any way you slice it, it, it just makes no sense that they, that they lost this game. 
But we've seen this story before. The offense struggles, cannot support the defense, and the Niners lose a game that they should have won. And uh, seems like we're back to square one with this team and Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> back to square one. It's, it, it's so funny because that that's, I think, where a lot of people are. I mean, as much as Jimmy Garoppolo after the game last week against Seattle where he comes in and things look relatively flawless after the game. He's saying it's feeling like 2017 again. And Kyle Zuchek is saying this feels like 49ers football. Well, it did, but it felt like 2021 49ers football. And it felt like <laughs> that playoff run, even down the last couple of games of that season, where you're just looking up at the scoreboard. And even though the 49ers won, even though they got to the conference championship, you're kind of sitting there perplexed, questioning, how the heck this team, especially the offense, did enough to win the game. And last night, they simply did not do enough to win the game. If I told you that Russell Wilson had nine three and outs, less than 130 yards passing, sure, he didn't turn over the ball, but he was inept for a good three quarters of the game. Up until the final drive, I'm not sure if you could point Russell Wilson out on the field because he did not show up. And the Niners defense did a big part to make sure that that happened. And that's why I'm not sitting here on Monday apologizing for saying Russ is cooked because he looked like it. He looked like a shell of himself. And the Niners could not capitalize because they looked like the 2021 Niners led by a Garoppolo who, look, I don't know if the, the arm is necessarily affecting him. He said it didn't after the game, but he said it felt like, you know, there were there were kind of those first game the, the breaking in sort of territory for you after getting your first full week, the arm was feeling fatigued. It's not hurt, but it looked like a Jimmy G that is not going to be able to move the ball down the field is not going to be even willing to move the ball down the field. And Kyle Shanahan didn't even give him the right to try. I mean, he, he just, he looked like the other side of the coin, Jimmy, whereas last week it was heads this week, it was tails. And it's just so difficult to try and figure out how you give up 11 points as a defense and you do not win the game. Well, nine points as the defense. you got to factor in the safety. That had nothing to do with the defense. That was given away by the offense. And you could even make the case that the defense didn't deserve to give up the 55-yard field goal that Brandon McManus made. There was a holding penalty that Kyle Shanahan declined. If he accepted it, it would have pushed Denver out of field goal range. Perhaps the defense doesn't allow many yards in third and long, and Denver punts instead. Now, those kind of decisions, I'm not really here to second-guess that, but there was an opportunity to give that defense a chance to take three points off the board. Shanahan declined the penalty. He later accepted one in the second half in a similar situation, and it worked out. But anyways, yes, fantastic. The defense was phenomenal. They give up just nine points in a losing effort. That is rare. You, look, you mentioned... Nine three and outs for Denver. San Francisco had just one three and out. The Broncos are the only team, only NFL team in the last 30 years to win a game despite having at least eight more three and outs than their opponent. Let that sink in. The defense forced nine three and outs. The 49er offense had one three and out, and the 49ers found a way to loss. You mentioned Russell Wilson. He looked Terrible. You do have to credit him for putting together one really nice drive when his team needed it the most. A couple of really nice throws, one to to Hinton to get that drive going. Uh, a nice back shoulder throw to 
Cortland Sutton as well. And then it was Melvin Gordon that punched it in uh, from, from just a few yards out to take the lead. But the 49ers offense had multiple chances. Then Jimmy Garoppolo throws an ill-advised interception over the middle part of the field into double or triple coverage. The 49ers defense, though, forces a three and out, only take about 24 seconds off the clock. They get the ball back. Garoppolo takes a terrible sack. We have to talk about Trent Williams being out as well. High ankle sprain. We're not really sure how long he's going to be out. At least multiple games, it seems like, probably close to a month, if not more. And then he he dumps it off to Jeff Wilson Jr. on second and really long. Wilson gets close to a first down, but the ball is punched out from behind and the game's over. Uh, bottom line, third downs, Niners 1 of 10 did not convert a single third down until that final drive. I guess the, the, the second to last drive, and they committed three turnovers. You're not going to win on the road in prime time. Uh, uh, playing like that on offense and the fact that it was this close and the fact that 49ers fans feel like the Niners should have won despite the putrid showing from the offense is just a testament to how good this defense is because they looked like the best unit in football bar none for most of that game. But then the other thing is the offense for the 49ers just could not sustain long drives. You look at the number of plays that were run in this game yesterday, 70 to 52 in favor of Denver, 70 to 52. And the, the time of possession about 34 to, to 25, uh, the, the defense for the 49ers just got worn down at the ends and, and you could see it a bit. They were still effective. They made it tough on Denver, that final drive, that touchdown drive, but you just cannot ask a defense to play at an elite level for that long, trying to defend 70 plays to your 52. It's just not a recipe for success. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, and the, the inability to convert on third down is really where the offense, to me, stalled. And where I think the weaknesses in both Jimmy Garoppolo as well as the, I don't know if it's it's Shanahan not wanting to take chances because we saw something like on the last drive, Jimmy force a ball over the middle and it effectively end the game. We saw him try and get creative at the goal line. Jimmy steps out of the back of the end zone. You lose your offensive tackle. Should have been a pick six. The worst possible, well, I guess the best possible <laughs> thing happened to that situation because you didn't give up seven, but you still end up down two, and then that that sort of helped the Broncos get into the game. I don't know if this game, if you can technically say it's it's an inexcusable loss because it is week three, and we'll get into all the crazy things that happen around the rest of the NFL that should hopefully make feel 49ers fans feel better about the loss, but this has all the symptoms of an inexcusable loss. Your offense didn't show up, except for the first drive of the game. They went through Denver like hot butter and then could not put anything together the rest of the evening. Meanwhile, your defense is pitching a shutout. 
And I know Fred Warner, after the game, came out and said, hey, we got to be better. You know, some of this stuff is on us, essentially trying to take blame off of the platter of Shanahan as well as the rest of the offense and Garoppolo. He's doing what he should, but Fred, you don't have to. You played your ass off last night on Sunday, and the defense was fantastic. Penalties, not necessarily there, but were inopportune, as you mentioned. There, there were There were times where the 49ers had a chance to step on the throat of the Broncos, and they did not do it. So as much as I don't want to come out here and say in week three that the 49ers cannot lose that game because they did, and the Denver Broncos didn't deserve to win that game either, the Niners absolutely did not deserve to win the game, and it felt like something that you can wake up today and feel like, man, we let one get by us. That loss felt inexcusable. It did feel inexcusable, and it felt like a lot of the losses last year and multiple 49ers, Shanahan and Garoppolo included, were asked, does this kind of feel like last year when the team struggled? What was it? They started two and four. They got that big win in primetime. I believe it was Monday night at home against the Rams, and there's been some reporting around that game where if the Niners lost that game, Shanahan was thinking about making a quarterback change at that point. But of course, the Niners came out and dominated the Rams in that game. They won. It turned their season around. And guess what's on the schedule next week in primetime? The Los Angeles Rams again. So they were asked, does this feel like last year? Because it kind of has, you know, similar storylines. And both Shanahan and Garoppolo and everyone else that was asked was like, no, this is only week three. There's there's plenty of football left. And of course, that's what the team is going to say. I mean, they're not going to say that this feels like, you know, last year where it was almost time to make a quarterback to uh, change. Yeah, well, um, I, I would hope that they'd feel that way, but that doesn't mean that we can't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and to me, I don't know how you feel, Evan, but to me, this feels like last year. And this, while it is absolutely terrible and it and, and, and it's it's you know a knock on uh, against Kyle Shanahan for his inability to help help his quarterback kind of get going in a game i think it's also vindication for 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 the reason why it's it, it is this game is the reason why kyle shanahan made the move that he did to trade up in the 2021 nfl draft and try to find a new quarterback again we've talked about this in the past whoever it is does not matter the reason he moved up to pick a quarterback in the 2021 NFL draft was on display last night in Denver. Jimmy Garoppolo, plain and simple, as great of a guy he, as he is, as as wonderful of a human being, he's simply not a good enough football player. And Kyle Shanahan, maybe he made the wrong pick. Maybe he should have went for a veteran instead of, you know, a lottery ticket like like the like quarterbacks in the NFL draft are. But we know 100% with certainty and I think we kind of forgot this over the over the offseason and over the first couple of weeks of this season, watching Trey Lance struggle, Jimmy Garoppolo come in and play well against Seattle. Garoppolo is simply not good enough to win at a high level in the NFL. I do not care what his win-loss record as a 49er quarterback says. He's simply not good enough. Is Trey Lance good enough? We don't know, but Garoppolo is not. So in a weird sense, this game last night, vindication at least for Kyle Shanahan's decision to try to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo. Everyone says, well, you know, Shanahan fired Garoppolo. Why is Garoppolo okay coming back to the San Francisco 49ers? Well, it's like we talked about last week. Garoppolo is a unique human, and, you know, he's willing to put those things behind him to try to help this team win. 
But Shanahan was 100% right trying to move on from this guy because we've seen it time and time and time again. 49ers lose games they should not lose because of lackluster play at the quarterback position. And week three in Denver, just another example to add to an already long list. 